Hey folks, this is uh, Jason with uh, Talking During Movies. You know, uh, last night tried to do a fun podcast uh, amid social distancing and everything that's going on. Trying to uh, do a solo and have fun and not dwell on what's going on. You're going to hear the struggle, right? And it's not that long. Uh, but I wanted to share it with you anyways because just know that it's not all roses and perfect. We're seeing a lot of people doing dance parties and everything else, but you're and then it's complaining. There's not this middle ground of, uh, of awareness, but, but struggle. So um, enjoy, enjoy the music, enjoy the ending, obviously. Uh, listen through the middle. Double Dragon is always a great movie. Uh, I've always enjoyed it. So enjoy that part as well. But uh, just know that even through the struggle, just push stuff out, man. Just be out there, be real, be honest, and uh, be yourself. Take care of one another. Call someone, tell them you love them, check in on them. Make sure everybody's okay and be good to one another. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Now, from my friends, here is the Talking During Movies theme song. Enjoy. Talking, talking, talking through movies. 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 So tell me, shut up. happening party people and how are you fam man it is uh it's an honor and a privilege to uh to be talking to you this is a crazy time folks i mean it really is a uh, a crazy time you know in a hundred years when you're listening to this and you're wondering what's going on let me tell you what's going on there is a global pandemic it's called uh, the coronavirus or covid19 and God knows what's going on or what's happening. I don't know. Uh, we're uh, recording here in Austin, Texas. Uh, you know, videos and, and audio and people and lineups. Well, they're, uh, hey, they're not there, right? And that's okay. So you got me for solo. I got some people lined up. We've got some uh, recordings coming in. The great and powerful John Keeling. I got my boy Omar coming in. We got some other stuff. We're going to do it all Skype, right? So basically, we're kind of home locked. We're told to stay home. Uh, and so that's creating uh, Skype interviews and some other fun stuff. So with that said, you got me and me alone. And uh, we're doing Double Dragon. Listen, I could talk about coronavirus and my frustrations and what's going on and how this is impacting the world and the problems and, you know, where I'm frustrated. But... For those of you that are going to be downloading this, you don't want to hear that. You can go to the fucking news. That's not me. So I've got a Pacifico. I might switch to a Sapporo, but I got a specific uh, Pacifico. And uh, I have a Double Dragon on. And really, this is um, this is about a couple of things. 
and it's about a little bit about my history as a kid growing up, my infatuation uh, with uh, with martial arts, and then um, you know what's just kind of the, the world we live in and, and how it's kind of shaped me as a person. This is probably a little more about me than maybe you ever wanted to know. But uh, if you just want to laugh and hear some, some crazy stories, you know what? Uh, stick around. It's going to be fun. For those of you that are new and you've uh, gone through this intro, this is Talking During Movies. The podcast where we talk over movies. I'd like to say we take uh, moments and quotes and events to drive into our conversation, but when it's just me, it's just me, and that doesn't happen. You can uh, find us on Instagram at talkingduringmovies.com, and you can uh, email us talkingduringmoviespodcast at gmail.com. So there you have it. That is uh, that's how you get at us. This is what you do. And uh, we're gonna have some fun. So double dragon, it is. You've got uh, the blonde ninja. She's got a. She opens up a briefcase, and, uh, and a satellite dish pops out. I mean, this is just. This is New Los Angeles, two thousand seven, after the big earthquake. And when this was made, I mean, this is legit. People are like kind of fucking scared about a big earthquake that could, um, you know, the San Andreas fault would split. And then what do you have? Well, you've got two things, right? Catalina Island's gone, but you've got a new island, and that's West Los Angeles. You've got a, another, then, then California. So California's kind of split and, and turned off, or broken apart, I should say, right? And uh, I mean, this is, this is just absolutely amazing. This is a great, great film. So our blonde actress is Christina Wagner, and then um, our bad guy, is hold on it's robert patrick robert patrick party people that's right he has this amazing hair it's just bleached on top and then he's got the suit with the shoulder pads uh, he doesn't have buttons because he's a classy gentleman he's got a zipper and which is always nice uh he has a great goatee or as i like to call it a prison pussy and uh yeah he is part of the medallion. He has half of the medallion, but he's looking for the other half. So he's stolen one half of the medallion, but he needs the other half to make it complete so he can take over the world. Half of Los Angeles is falling into the earth due to an earthquake, and he's got part of this medallion that's glowing in his hand, and he feels the power. It's embraced him. It's, it's rippling through him. It's, it's hilarious because... I just got done watching a Tiger King on a Netflix, and I'll say, by all means, go ahead and get this party, people. Just download the shit out of that one. That one is crazy. Um, but he's got that bleach blonde hair like Tiger King. So we go from that to a young lady who has the other half, and it's almost like blood sport, right? She's like, fight him. Watch the leg kick. Sweep the leg, Johnny. And this guy's so much bigger than the other guy. It's like, oh, just doing roundhouses, kick him under the knee. The guy does the, I mean, but so real quick history. So I'm a young kid. Um, I'm, uh, I'm growing up in, uh, in Montana. Um, my mom and dad are divorced. And I would go out to uh, Portland, Oregon in the summer and I'd go see my dad. And I'd go hang out with him. And my dad, you know, he, uh, he was a hairdresser. So 
any moment he wasn't cutting hair, right? He really saw it as, I'm losing money. So if I'm not cutting hair, I'm losing money. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's a reality of, 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 of where we lived and who we were and what was going on. So, um, you know, sometimes I would hang out with my Aunt Sally, and she worked in a meat packing plant. But when she wasn't there, she would take me places. So, one, I got to go to McDonald's with Aunt Sally. And every time she'd buy me McDonald's, I'd say, thank you, Aunt Sally. And she'd go, why are you thinking me? Why are you thanking me? Your dad paid for this. You know, it's a happy meal. It was two bucks, but still, I didn't know. So, uh, so Aunt Sally would, uh, she'd take me to the meat packing plant, and uh, then she would, um, Scott Wolfson is, by the way, who's also in the new, uh, what's that, um, what is it? Uh, the new Nancy Drew. And we really got to, we're going to go into that a little bit. Don't worry about it. So, um, we're, uh, so she'd take me out, but sometimes she'd, she'd, every time I saw her, not sometimes, every time, if we had the time, she would rent me a, a Kung Fu movie. And I would watch him, and I remember I'd, I'd try to practice Kung Fu. And this reminds me of my daughter, man. <clears throat> my daughter is, uh, she's amazing. She's a great kid. She's taken one, one Kung Fu or one karate lesson. And she's like, I know karate. I know how to do this. I know what's going on. I karate chop them. I'll mess them up. I know who I am. I know what it is. Blah, blah, blah. blah. I mean, my, my kids, with it. she's got that. The confidence and the uh, and and just the the thing that makes her who she is is absolutely amazing. So it's just you know it's 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 crazy. I, I love this that after the the other team wins, Scott Wolf and crew they they're still fighting right. They're still just they're still messing it up and fighting and just tearing everything apart because they they hate the loss. They just it's it's epic. So she would make me watch these Kung Fu movies. And sometimes we'd watch, uh, you know, David Carradine, uh, Kung Fu. We used all this stuff every time. But uh, we would we'd watch this stuff. We'd hang out. And she'd remind me that this takes years. She would, I'd be watching like, oh, man, this is two years. I saw, you know, Jim Cotta from doing tumbles and gymnastics to like beating like 20 ninjas. And she'd be like, no, 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 that's not how it works. These guys have been training and working hard for, for years. And I was like, oh, okay, that's crazy. All right, well, good to know. But she would always remind me about it. But I still, I fell in love with the idea of karate, kung fu, uh, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, you know, aikido. I mean, I was a Steven Seagal fan. I was a Chuck Norris fan. Uh, I was any martial arts movie. I was a fan. Like, I'd watch them all. I did not care. Andy Dick is in this movie. He's a weatherman. Andy goes by Andy Dick. And on that note, pardon me, I'm going to take a drink. Mm-hmm. And there's Andy Dick in Double Dragon. Andy Dick, I'm going to give you a shout out on this one, brother, because I cannot believe you're in Double Dragon. That's amazing. And they have curfews, Arcadia, East Los Angeles, La Canada. Lake Pasadena and New Tokyo City. Absolutely amazing. But uh, we'd hang out, we'd do these things, we'd have fun, we'd just, we'd mess around. It was, I mean, my Aunt Sally was the best. She just did all the cool shit with me. I mean, take me to the zoo, like I said, and rent me all these movies and, and really got me embraced. I remember one time I was flying. I'm with my mom and I have some, I don't know, Ninja Magazine, well, I don't know what it was called, 
like Black Belt, whatever the Black Belt magazine was at the time. I think it was called Black Belt. I don't know. But uh, had this groovy, uh, amazing uh, magazine, and we're on this plane flying, I think, to Georgia. That sounds right. So we're flying to Georgia, and uh, this lady next to me, she's like, hey, uh, do you like karate? And this poor woman. I mean, one, if you think I'm chatting on this podcast, you better park your seat there, son. You better, you better sit down and hang out, because it was nothing but nonsense. And... Uh, I gave her an earful from ninja claws to different belts to uh, different geese. I mean, I read it all. It was amazing. And, and you know, two hours later, we, the plane finally lands, and this poor woman can't get off fast enough. She just cannot get off fast enough. And my mom's like, hey, you got to learn how to read people. You have to learn how to understand what is going on because this is bullshit. You can't, you can't talk to people that way. You just can't continually talk. I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, real quick, we gotta jump into this movie. So we are, uh, FYI, we're about uh, we're at uh, eleven minutes in. So do you guys remember Vacation, Family Vacation, uh, Chevy Chase? So in that movie, they get lost. I think uh, I forget Kansas City. Maybe they get lost in Kansas City. They get lost in a city, and they have their station wagon, and it totally gets robbed, right? I mean, the, the, the wheels are taken off, paneling's taken off, everything's going on. Well, here in, uh, in Double, is it Double Dragon? Let's just, I want to make sure, yeah, Double Dragon, they are in a station wagon. They're in the wrong part of the town. They stop their car, and what happens? They're going to get robbed. And, they, and by the way, these guys just won a Kung Fu championship, and this guy's now trying to take the other half of the medallion. Don't you, oh, uh oh. And she stabbed him. She's not having that nonsense. She's like, drive, motherfucker. Get out of here. And he has a flame on top, but it's a station wagon. And it reminds me of vacation. And now they get chased by, uh, by an old bank truck that's uh, got some big wheels and hanging up. This is just, I mean, it's, it, it's funny how uh, other, other, and then he's feeding, I mean, this is a mix of, of um, cause they're trying to feed the, the trucksters, they, the, the, the family station wagons, they can drive faster, right? And that reminds me of Back to the Future. Because in Back to the Future, remember, in the second one, it could eat trash and then it could fly anywhere, right? And so it's just like, boom, 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 here you go. Billy Lee is our guy, and Jimmy Lee is his brother, even though he's Asian. I think they're uh, adopted or somehow... But uh, in order for it to go, they have to shove trash inside of it to, to make the engine go, which is just like Back to the Future. I mean, it's absolutely, it's just, it's hilarious. This movie is stealing from, and this movie, I don't, we'll have to look at dates. Someone um, check me on dates. Let's see here. This is, um, does it give me a date, Amazon? Do you give me a date at all on any of this? I don't think so. I'll figure it out. Anyways, it is one of those things where, um, you know, apocalyptic, but they're stealing from uh, from everything that's going on. They're, they're, it's like a, a stolen scene from um, from Family Vacation. It's a it's a stolen scene from Back to the Future, where you're feeding trash for the car to go faster. It's like you're trying to floor it. It's a station wagon. That's just epic. But I touched on it real quick, and let me uh, let me touch on it again. Um, ooh, 
there's nacho cheese covered in all of that. And now we just threw out the map to cover the window. I mean, this was just like sophomoric at its best, but it's also, it's about understanding, right? Ooh, Teletracker, look at this. He's got a little, he's got a GoPro. Before GoPro was GoPro, he's got a GoPro. And it's like a telescope, right? And he's like, doo -doo -doo -doo. I mean, this is the future. It's so crazy. This is so silly. And now it looks like Spy Hunter. And if you guys remember Spy Hunter, one of the greatest, one of the greatest video games of all time, Spy Hunter. So uh, now we've got a mix of Spy Hunter. We, uh, and uh, now we're hitting a video game and two amazingly popular movies. And then we're adding in martial arts. There's nothing better. But while this is happening, let's um, let's talk let's talk Scott Wolf. So Scott Wolf has been in a ton of TV shows, but most recently, Scott Wolf is in the new Nancy Drew, and the new Nancy Drew on the CW, Cheese and Rice Martha. Can we talk about this? First of all, the opening the opening Nancy Drew, like the 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 first the first episode of Nancy Drew, and I still. Keep on knocking them boots. Oh, boy, I love you. So Pex is going to get, he's going to be like, dude, I'm going to shut you down. Stop humming and singing these songs. But seriously, it's like Nancy Drew, and there's nothing wrong with, with, with a grown woman having some of the sexy time at all. Cheese Whiz, do not, I like how this motherfucker's got Cheese Whiz. Scott Wolf has Cheese Whiz. Put it in there. Get it out. Boom. And there you go. Highly combustible. And now they've got more power to know what to do with because of the power of the whiz. The cheese whiz. It's like they went to plaid. It's oh, we got to think about what uh, John and I are going to do this week. Listen, well, I got a ton of podcasts coming up uh, during this pandemic. You guys are stuck at home. Don't you worry about a thing. And it's all going to be fun, man. We're not doing, I'm not going to do outbreak. I'm not going to do any of the bullshit. I'm not. Uh, we're going to do comedies. We're going to have fun. We're going to goof off. We are going to do nothing but enjoy uh, the moment. You guys know the negative shit. You do. You know all the negative shit. But I want to bring the positive. We want to have some fun. And so we're going to. And that's why we're doing this Double Dragon. I mean, Double Dragon is ridiculous. By the way, it is. Um, I've been working uh, a part of the day, right? I hung out with the kid, working. And I uh, went to the neighbors and had some beers. I uh, still have not had dinner yet. It is uh, 1046. That is not a championship move by me. That's just me being stubborn and, and making phone calls and laying down and relaxing and uh, embracing this. And, and, I, and I, I, would, I, would call, I would say to all of you, go, go out there and do that. Like um, catapult yourself into an environment of work uh, and also outside of work, um, you know, em embrace your friends. Make sure they're doing okay and do all that jazz. Say I love you a lot. Say thank you a lot. Uh, really share in the environment and fun of everything that's going on. You know, it's not perfect. Uh, in fact, a lot of things are fucked up. But in everything that's fucked up and everything that's going on, let's just remember this. We still got each other. They can't take that away, man. They can't not take you away from me, me away from you. They can't. We're together. We're hanging out. So here we come, and here come more ninjas. Look at all the ninjas. Ooh, yeah. We got two guys, and we, I mean, these motherfuckers, they're coming down. They're, they're repelling down. They got, they got, 
ropes and they're running down the side of the building. It looks like it's uh, graffiti, but it's not. It's people standing against the wall and they turn around and they're like, that's right, you bitch. That's right, motherfucker. So let me get back to Scott Wolf real quick. Sorry about that. So, uh, so Scott Wolf and the new Nancy Drew. And the Nancy Drew is racy as... Is that Rhoda McGowan? Dude, I'm so distracted. But that is a short-haired, blonde Rose McGowan, isn't it? This is the good thing about Amazon. I can do this. Let me see. What do we got in this scene? Uh, we got Alyssa Milano. Oh, it's, it's not Rose McGowan. It's Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano with super short blonde hair. Hey, Alyssa Milano. Looking good. I'm bending over at the waist uh, in short shorts. I guess her knees don't bend uh, even though they're exposed. She, Alyssa Milano is one of these very unique people. She has such a, a wonderful face. She can look good with short hair, long hair, medium hair. She's kind of got that thing about her. Uh, Scott Wolf's in love. That's for sure. He's checking her out like he would uh, like he'd check out a slice of pizza if he hadn't eaten in six months. You pervert Scott Wolf. Although Alyssa Milano, always beautiful. Don't knock her. Beer drink. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I think Melissa Milano and Scott Wolf had a thing. Back to Nancy Drew really quick. And you're like, dude, that's not Double Dragon. But it, it's not. But Scott Wolf's in it, so calm down. So anyway, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm, there's a part of me, I'm like, wow, it's a cute cast. It's fun. It's a CW. It's also, it's not, I don't know. But I got caught up watching it because there's, I don't know. I, I love shitty television. Let's just, you know what, let's call spade a spade. At the end of the day, I'm not a good television watcher. In fact, the, I work from home. So a lot of times what happens is, is I find mildly entertaining I have, I, have, I have really bad ADHD, super bad. I mean, I have to, but it's, 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 it's this weird thing, right? And I don't know if I talked about this or not, but there's a certain rhythm I need, right? So I need a TV show on. I need two computers up. I need my phone in front of me. And um, I need that gentle white noise from, from the show in the background. Now, if someone comes in the kitchen and starts cooking lunch or dinner or anything like that, I freak out. I can't have that. There's there's not a part of me that wants that or, or can it can embrace that in any way, shape, or form. And the reason being is quite simple. Um, I just I'm not. Uh, I, there, there's a rhythm to it, right? There's a certain thing I get where I know on Monday the shows I'm going to watch. They're the shows from Sunday night. I know on Tuesday I'm watching it, you know, and so on and so forth. So when I'm working, I'm doing my stuff, there, there's a rhythm to the shows, there's a sequence to them, there's things that happen. And even when I'm on conference calls or, 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 um, or Zoom calls or, or Skype calls or anything else, anything that's going on, all of that stuff, it does not matter. I have a rhythm with the shows, I have a rhythm with what's going on, I can put a movie on, have a rhythm with that movie. It is what is, is stuck in me and, and who I am, and it works, but at the same time, any, any curveball, any extra noise, my dog barking, someone comes to the door, rings the doorbell, uh, my kid's home for the day sick, it messes up that rhythm. And that weird little rhythm, that weird thing, that, 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 that dance, if you will, it, uh, 
it's it's not mentally it just it, it deconstructs everything I'm doing here's a prime example you know I'm supposed to send out this email and do something oh, by the way I'm, I'm sitting in my office here so but I'm supposed to send out this email and do something and uh, I get distracted two or three times and I miss an email saying oh if you're gonna uh, do a mass email out at 9 a.m. tomorrow please postpone it uh, and do not schedule it until 6 a.m. that day because we're going to reset our system. If you do, all of your PMs will move to AM. Well, I missed that email. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know what was going on. And uh, that meant that our email that was supposed to go out Friday afternoon at 2 went out on Friday morning at 2 AM. And that is just that is the subtle distractions. These are the, these are the breaking points. It's, uh, you know, I'm honored and blessed to work with people and, and I love the opportunity of the things that I have at the same time. There are, um, like everyone, there are, there are moments where, where you break and bend. You just don't know what the fuck is going on or you just, you got these rhythms and, you know, it's good to have them, but they're also, they're really bad to have at the same time because what do you do? Where do you go? What's in, if there's a break in the rhythm, it fucks everything up and you gotta figure out how to fix that. If you hear a slight snoring in the background, that would be my dog. That's the Banjo Bernard. He is uh, curled up near me and he is uh, sleeping away and wondering how life is. So let's get back to the Kung Fu now, right? Um, do you ever wanna be a Kung Fu person? Like I remember. I mean, I wanted to be a Kung Fu. I wanted to, oh, Madonna wants to be alone. I like that. This is only 2007. Who's the newscaster? Hold the, dude, there's so many good people in Double Dragon. I mean, that's Patricia Castino. Oh, and oh, oh, George Hamilton is another newscaster, the perfectly tan man. Man, George, you are a machine. Alyssa Milano putting on long hair with bangs, trying to look good for the kids, trying to be the mom that she needs to be. Mm -hmm. Sorry, folks, sucking down Pacifico. I mean, you guys, this is amazing. But yeah, let's get let's get back to this. I don't. For those of you that are younger, you will never, ever understand in any way shape or form the fascination with karate through the 80s and early 90s you really won't i mean there's just not a thing that you can really wrap your head around oh burps i apologize you just you can't there was so much going on so you had chuck norris right you had, you had, you had the reminiscent of bruce lee you had, you, had, uh, you had Chuck Norris. Um, you had uh, Stevens and all, was, uh, I guess, the 90s, right? Or late 80s, early 90s. You had Stevens and all. You had Jim Cotta. You had all these shitty spinoffs. You had David Carradine, right? Kane and Kung Fu, which you had David Carradine. You had all of these things happening. So much stuff. I mean, it was. It was karate chop. You had karate kid, right? I mean, you you you, you had it, everything was answered with fisticuffs. I mean, now the fucking snow. I mean, listen, no offense, but the fucking snowflakes today. They're like, man, why would you solve a problem with violence? You pop someone in the nose sometimes. 
and this is let's let's go a little history, right? But I mean, I remember as a kid growing up in high school, we would uh, we'd go down to uh, to the lake. The lake was about two miles away from the campus. You would jump in their cars. You'd go down the lake and you'd pick who was going to fight. You have a fight, maybe by the river and maybe the lake, the the shore, right? You have thirty minutes to fight it, just to knock it out, just to really duke it out. And you would do that. You just fight away. But then we got back to campus. No one said anything. No one. Uh, no one tattletaled. Nothing happened. And instead, you um, you just you moved on. Right. It was the day, and that was it. And there was no grudges. There was there was there was no ill intent. It was like that was just a fight. So I mean, some people they wanted to do kung fu. They wanted to understand martial arts they wanted to get you know and i remember telling my dad like i want to do karate and i mean my 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 first stepdad was an eastern montana cowboy he was mean as shit i mean this is a man who would just i mean i remember driving back with him and my mom and someone who cut us off and my dad followed him to a bar and that guy went into a bar. My dad went in, and I remember watching the ball, the the bar wall move as he threw him against it. And my mom crying in the car, and me looking from the back seat, and windows are breaking, and people are getting thrown, thrown out of the bar. And he came out uh, barely a scratch on him, barely a scratch on him. And what did he say to me? Not no one in there. Their kung fu didn't help them. What are they gonna do, huh? What are they gonna do? Their kung fu didn't help them. So he was all about. He was literally all about um, making sure that I understood that a punch to the nose was as lethal as anything else. It just was, and it was bad. So you know, we just. I learned uh, a hard, hard life, and, and, and really, quite honestly, hard, hard lessons from it. As much as I loved kung fu, as much as I loved karate, as much as I loved everything else, my uh, my old man, he um, he made sure that I also knew how to box. He made sure that I knew how to take a punch, and by take a punch, I mean like he just punched me. He'd get a little boozy and he'd want to see how quick my reflexes were and he'd punch me right in the fucking face. He did not care at all. And that's what, I mean, listen, it's not okay, but at the same time, like, that, you gotta remember that era, right? That era was, yeah, that's just how, you know, I, one time, I, um, I, and this is not a sad story, so you guys, please laugh about this, right? I was watching, and, and let me tell you why you laugh about this. Hold on one second. Let me take a drink here and I gotta tell you something. Oh. So I'm watching um, Bert Kreischer's uh, latest um, latest uh, stand-up comedy special, Hey Big Boy. And I watched it last night, the other night with my wife, right? And as we're watching it, um, you know, he's talking about his kids. And he's, you know, sometimes he doesn't say the nicest thing about kids. But uh, he was, you know, he was kind of making fun of his kids a little bit. You know, my wife was, she's a little upset. And a little annoyed, and uh, she's like, "Hey, man, those kids are in therapy. I can't believe he talks about his kids that way. This is horrible." Blah 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 blah. And we're uh, we're having fun, and I'm laughing, and she's like, "I can't believe you're laughing at this." I mean, these poor these poor fucking kids. Like, why? 
why would you find this funny? And I was like, well, one, it is funny, and two, that's just part of life, right? I mean, this is just how, how it is. And it's not like his kids don't know. I mean, they're old enough. They see his specials. They know exactly who he is. So this isn't a mystery to anyone in the group. And Bert's a funny guy. And he tells stories, and he elaborates, and, you know, he makes fun of his wife. He makes fun of himself. But no one ever, you know, when you make fun of yourself, no one ever says, oh, that guy's going to need therapy. He just makes fun of himself. Well, you know, those kids are going to turn out fine. They're going to be great. They got to, you know, listen, I'm assuming Bert's a great dad. Everything's going to turn out great. It's all going to be good. Not worried about a thing. You know, and I'm not going to judge who he is as a parent person one-on-one because no one knows who he is as a parent one-on-one, right? And that's okay. And that is a-okay. So, yeah, I had a childhood growing up, and I kind of got the shit kicked out of her. And one time, I, my dad, uh, I hid from him. We were moving from Missoula Street in Helena, Montana, to uh, Clancy, Montana. We were, uh, we were moving there. And um, I had hidden away from him, and I was, uh, you know, being a little rebellious, if you will. And he, uh, <laughs> he grabbed me by the hair. And he found me and he walked me out to the moving truck and he would take one step as he passed me and then the other foot he would kick me right in the ass to move me forward so he's holding me by the hair i'm like uh let's see i'm going into the first grade i think it was miss what was miss cooper maybe first grade uh first grade maybe second grade but he had me by the hair and he would kick and my my feet and my ass go up in the air but i couldn't go too far because he had me by the hair and I'd land and take a step and then kick and then step. And I mean, I know some of you guys are like, I thought this was a comedy podcast. Listen, folks, what you, what you don't get, what you don't understand, what uh, you don't know what's going on is, um, you know, it's, it was just, it was fucking crazy. But I learned a lot. I learned, hey, listen, dad calls, you answer. Um, I, I learned a ton of stuff, you know, and I was never afraid. I, it's not like I was afraid of him. I mean, honestly, I really was not afraid of him, but um, I just, I just thought he was, you know, a tough sob. I mean, you look back now, and it's like shit. Now people, I mean, they freak out. They hear about this stuff, and they're just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this son of a bitch." Listen, he wasn't a bad guy back then. That's how his kids were raised, and being raised that way, it was, you know, it was pretty crazy. It really was. Uh, you know, I mean, what do you do? You know, I'll tell you what you do. You fucking take it, man. I mean, you just... It's not... Like, the hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, you can talk about all the bad things that bad... You know, that... You can't measure what you know today based on what happened yesterday. You can't. It's unfair to the person, to you, to the scenario, to the situation. You can't. You just... You cannot do it. Uh, what you're missing right now with uh, Double Dragon is, ooh, ooh, this lady's kicking the shit out of them. And now she wants the necklace, and everyone's like, no, you can't have a necklace. This girl's kicking their butt. They just touched her butt. She's part of the Me Too now. That's right. Throw her in the cage. Lock her in. Get her locked in. You can't have it. Dude, you're too greedy, bitch. You're too greedy, bitch. You're too greedy. He's going to, Scott Wolf is going to keep that necklace just like he's going to keep Nancy Drew for himself. 
Uh oh, she's got crazy eyes. She's got demon eyes. You better get the fuck out of there, Scott Wolf. This bitch is gonna pull. Uh oh, and her shadow has escaped. Her spirit, the evil, it's climbing out. It's going somewhere. Is it gone? Ooh. <laughs> Our handsome bad guy is like, well, let me tell you a story about this necklace. Isn't it amazing that we give? It's amazing power we give things, right? And we give we give it power to a lot of things. We give power to books, we give power to images, and we give power to words. And what are words? I mean, let's be really honest, right? Joe Rogan says it best. It's like words, they're just they're meat suits. I mean it's your meat suit just just making sounds, just saying things. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. And yet we get caught up on the words that and a lot of times not power in words, but in an in a, in a, in an idea in an environment, we've also we've given those words so much power, and for what? What's the end goal of giving these words so much power? I mean, all you've done is is I mean, it's such a weird thing. And you know, now listen, that's like words so have power, and I've talked about this multiple times in this podcast about you know the, the leverage of power the leverage of words and, and and what happens and what's going on so i mean i'm not like it's it's, just, it's unfamiliar territory to me but you know the the, the objects we give power to i do have a question about this and, and sam Tripoli brought this up i think i saw a post on tinfoil hat if you know but if you're not listening to tinfoil hat by the way it, listen if anything just out of, out of pure enjoyment Right, just out of pure enjoyment, um, let alone knowledge and understanding, um, you know, tinfoil hat and everything that's going on, dude, it's it's epic. But Sam was talking, he's like, why do we celebrate the cross? This is a good question. Let's 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 put our tinfoil hats on. Let's not not conspiracy theory. Let's actually step up and let's talk about this, and let's think about this, and let's um and let's wonder. Why do we celebrate the cross? Now hold on, now ponder this for a second. Really, really ponder this for a moment in time. You are celebrating the cross. You are embracing and you are wearing around your neck and in your religious institutions that are Christian, you are really saying, I want to remember not the Jesus who healed the blind, not the Sermon on the Mount, not the man who fed 5,000, not the man who stopped the storm in the sea, but I want to remember the thing that he hung on to die. Now, my thing would be the cross itself, that wasn't death, right? I mean, he rose from the dead. Why wouldn't you wear a stone around your neck? Why wouldn't you celebrate that round stone that rolled in front, but then they rolled away and said, oh, Jesus isn't there. And I know some of you are just like, oh, fuck. Can this guy ever not talk about religion? Is there a moment in time when he just won't talk about religion? Well, hmm, sorry. There's just, there's things I don't celebrate the stone, the removal of stone, right? There's so many more things to celebrate, but the cross part is weird. You kind of opened my eyes to it a little. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Like, that's right. The cross part, I don't get. 
or celebrating the manner in which he was set up to die. Not his death, nor his resurrection. The cross had nothing to do with his resurrection. In fact, you know, outside of um, Roman stories and, and, and biblical uh, stories, no one can actually uh, say that anyone was crucified because they just don't have that material because those that, that wood, uh, it dissolved, right? It was, it was gone. It was moved away. So it's just, it's a crazy thing. Why do we celebrate it? I don't know. I'm going to have um, Scott uh, Hatch coming on. He's been on before. He's an amazing pastor. I really like Scott. And I like Scott not because of he's a pastor. I like Scott because he, uh, he takes on the, the questions. He takes on the questions, and he doesn't always have the answers. But when he has the answers, man, this guy is so spot on. He's so smart. He's so nice. He's so engaging. He is so much fun. I mean, Scott is, is a really, really great guy. Because he doesn't shy away from it uh, at all. In fact, let me tell you a story. Let me take a drink. I'll tell you a story real quick. I um, I reached out to him, and I was talking to him, and we'll we'll go into depth on this in the next podcast or not the next one, but when he when he's available to talk. But uh, during uh, the COVID nineteen coronavirus time, as it kicked off and schools and churches are getting shut down. I asked him, I was like, hey, Scott, I got a question for you, man. I really mean this. Everyone's not going to church right now because, A, right, uh, the government has said no. They've said, sorry, you, you can't. You got to stay home. I said, but we tell people in countries where Christianity is illegal to ignore their government laws, get together and do stuff. So why are we obeying government laws? So now we have two big questions for Scott. A, why do we celebrate the cross? B, why do we obey laws here that disrupt our, um, our, our church function? And, and church, yeah, well, two or three are gathered, he will be there, right? So the idea is, is that church is about people. So this, in America, what's happening right now is, is, is the perfect deconstruction of church, if you will. It is really the perfect breakdown of, 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 of church as it is, because you're, you're putting it online, but you're deconstructing. Or two or three, how are we, how are we gathered? Now, someone argue, hey, we're gathered uh, literally or uh, digitally, we're still gathered. That's a cute concept, but nonetheless, it, it does not address the fact that they have dissolved for a moment in time church. They have. Now, uh, in, in, that, in, that, in that dissolving of the church, what do you get? Well, now you're missing that whole interaction, right? And now you don't get the human compact. Listen, emotion doesn't come across. It just, it doesn't. Electronics don't, and you know, and don't give me this bullshit about, well, he won the Academy Award, not credit of film. Don't give me that bullshit, okay? It doesn't have that human emotion. It doesn't have that contact. Now, if you're not a person who believes in church or doesn't like church, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. What, um, you know, I understand that, that, that you are, are seeing or experiencing something different, right? You still, the human contact, the element, the physical touch, the joy, the hug, the handshake, 
the smile, the look in the eyes, you don't get that through a face hour, happy the FaceTime uh, happy hour. You just don't. You don't get any of that bullshit. So there is a de there's a de-evolution uh, 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 of all of this, and um, and we're going to talk about that. That's the next episode. We're here watching Double Dragon, Double Dragon Karate. So Double Dragon is you know then we go into this right. We talk about this, but it. it the futuristic city, he's got the necklace, you know, uh, they know karate or kung fu or whatever it is, and uh, and it's apocalyptic. So, I mean, we are slightly touching in some capacity on, on, on changes in the environment and the world and how you survive or what you do. But I will say this, you, you know, in anything you do, and I've been telling people this, and I will, I will tell you this, and this is not pandemic related in any way, shape, or form. But um, you can start it now and keep pushing it forward. So here it is. Go to the store. Say thanks. Say thanks. Listen, the guy stocking shelves is going to be in your way. He is. Uh, the people doing the online grocery shopping, whether it's, uh, you know, from Favor or um, whatever, whatever uh, local or national, you know, group, Instacart, whatever it is, they are, um, they're going to, uh, they're going to be in your way, right? But when it comes to checkout, no matter how frustrated you are, no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening in everything, uh, here's the thing, and I do mean this. When you're checking out, say thanks. You can't get your groceries if you don't check out. We don't have those Amazon uh, stores where you walk in and walk out. Those don't exist anymore. Those don't exist right now here in Austin, Texas. I know they're in some areas, but they're not everywhere. So when you see someone, you say thanks. You legitimately, you say thank you. Why? Because if they're not there to check you out, if they're not there to bag your groceries, if things aren't happening, guess what? You don't got groceries. The person uh, stocking the shelves, yeah, they might be in your way a little bit. Say, excuse me, and say, hey, man, thanks for stocking the shelves. I appreciate you. In the great words of uh, Tom Segura, I appreciate you, motherfucker. But you gotta appreciate someone. You gotta, you gotta do something, man. And it's it's only because you. Man, we, we got to learn how to be more polite in this world. We got to have a little more fun. You, you really, you have to smile and understand and know what's happening and what's going on. A, but B, show some fucking respect, party people. Mailman, say thanks. Trashman, you know, put a little note out there. Just be like, hey, brother, thanks for being you. Thank you, man. I mean, do we all forget about Golden Girls? Do y'all forget about thank you for being a friend? Travel the world and back again? My heart is true. You're my friend and a confidant. But guess what? If it's not your Golden Girl, here's the thing it is. Absolutely, 100%, here's the thing it is. It's the person who's helping you live life better. And if you want to live life better, then guess what? You're going to need people around you. This is not a solo show in any way, shape, or form. It's just not. You know what that means that it's not a solo show? It means you need help. You you don't build grocery stores. You don't do that shit. So I've got an idea. Be better. 
I told some people this the other day, you know, they were all fired up about something. And I said, listen, you can be mad and I understand you're upset, but now is your time to be better. Now is your time to do, to do something that, that it's a show and just to be better. It's not up to us to, um, you know, to, uh, to, to fix everything, but it is 100% up to us that in a problem that, uh, that you can be better and you should, you should act better. You should know better. You have an opportunity in this world to be a light, to understand, uh, not to understand, but to share and just, and just be a, a nicer, better person, 100%. This, this movie's so campy. I, I fucking love Double Dragon so much because they've fought off a whole band of people. And now it's almost, I mean, this is like, this is what, if you're, if you watch those zombie films or what's that show, um, uh, at Walking Dead, right? This is like Walking Dead. They're like two live guys and all the zombies out in front. Like we're gonna eat you, and they're poking in, and they're kicking, and they're they're breaking through the boards, and everything's happening, and it's just like holy shit. And then he finds a fucking motorcycle. He's like, listen, there's always a way out. There is absolutely, positively, always a way out, and always a way out starts with boom, shaka laka laka laka. Oh, and everything's falling apart. And what are you gonna do? Uh oh, look at this guy's like, what the fuck? He's looking through, poke him in the eye, boom. That bitch has got, he's gonna wear a patch soon. We're gonna see him later with a patch on, fucking white mohawk guy, crying, crawling. Boom, get a hold of it. Come on, son, pull that back. Pull it back, let's see what you got. Uh oh, see this what I love? They're not relying on magic. They're relying on initiative and ingenuity. And that starts with a speedboat. And they're out in that dirty fucking water, just cruising around a little piece of Thailand. That's right, assholes. That's right. It's like a jet ski on steroids. And they have the worst high five. It's like they tried to redo a high five, but their high five sucks dick. It's like one hand up open, one hand closed, but it's opposite. So it's like a fist bump into an open hand on, on opposite hands. It's, uh, it's not good. In fact, I would say it's, uh, well, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. And this is like this, like Hollywood Lake or Hollywood River. They've got it going on though, man. I'll tell you what. They are not afraid of what's happening in the uh, world famous Hollywood as, as they're cruising through. But this, um, it's, you know, it's funny. I started this and I was like, this is going to be fun. You're going to get some insights on, on me and, uh, and we're going to, in the darkness of the world, we're going to keep it light. And if you're watching this movie, you got to keep it light, right? You got to keep it light because it's not, you know, it's not a terribly long movie. We've got like 30 minutes left or something, but it is a fun movie. And that, I mean, you're cruising around and it's just so campy. I mean, they just escaped 50 people. They've got a boat. They are, uh, they, you know, they're, they're in they're at the Hollywood, um, you know, in Hollywood, they've got the uh, the buses, the double-decker buses that'll take you around and show you everywhere you need to go. Well, now it's a Hollywood River, and they're just showing you where things were. It's um, it's it's fun, man. I mean, you guys, these are the distractions of life, right? They got they got guns and missiles and shit blowing up. I mean, these are just 
these are the, the funny, crazy, the, the water catches on fire. It's not drinkable. You got to shoot through the fire. There's Dano now. There's land. And it's like, hold on. Here comes an explosion. I mean, this is just, this is, can't be fun. It's, if you're watching this in a theater, if you're sitting in a theater, you got to remember, this is, I mean, this is 20 plus years ago, folks. You know, Scott Wolf is a heartthrob. He barely knows karate. He's throwing some of the weak ass. Kids. I mean, Joe Rogan would look at these kicks and he would just be embarrassed at what's going on. But he'd be like, "You guys, you guys can't do this." But in all of that, it's still it's like they got we got jet skis with with missile launchers on them. We've kind of got this jet ski super hybrid, super fast boat. We've blown up one jet ski. There's been explosions. There's a there's a sunwind. They're gonna bust through. I mean, this is just everything you want in action you guys forget or you don't know whatever it may be but i mean in the world that everything is going on dude this is it do what please let me know i mean this was an opportunity in a moment where you had fun in movies i mean imagine how much fun this movie was right they're like creating this lake, there's fire all around them, there's missiles, there's explosions, there's karate. What do you, well, there's magic. Think about this movie. We have an apocalyptic time. You get to wear the craziest outfits ever. You get to uh, cruise around the lake. There's magic, there's karate, there's symbolism, there's all of these crazy fucking amazing things going on. And... It's just a campy, fun movie. It really, I mean, you know, the, listen, the, the, the reality is, is that they, they you know, the, the reason why we're probably environmentally where we're at today is because of these movies back then, because they made them so much fun. You would never believe this shit would happen. You would never understand this. I mean, the, the people who made The Purge probably watched this movie first and went, no, uh, okay, good blueprint, got it, got it, okay, perfect, got it, sounds good, I'm in. You know, the New Angeles, not Los Angeles, New Angeles Police, get the fuck out of here. This is the absolute best, man. I mean, this is just the best. You gotta, I mean, Double Dragon, it's just, you gotta feel the energy of also the nonsense party people because it's so much fun so much fun i mean you guys this is only the opportunity where i mean they're riding in some weird thing and getting kicked out of buckets and landing on stuff and screaming and they're now in a land of i mean this is like willy wonka shit there's kids in stripes and yellow and blue and green and they're in karate uniforms ready to fight and, and there's Alyssa milano Looking better than ever. This is like kids' baking championship if they just fucked with people. It's the best. It is the there's green water underneath them. There's a there's a putting green. There's televisions and and shitty computers all broken down all around them. Um, Alyssa Milano, no offense, young lady. Hey, uh, though if you dare wear short shorts, never short shorts. Also, if you whistle when you work, kid, it's aggressive. But I mean. He's still got that, that half a thing. They've got a camera set. It's got like 20 different lenses on it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. This is like carnival. It's like some crazy, weird carnival world. 
I mean, she's in like some weird denim garter thing, and, and it, it, it's just fashion meets entry meets it's everything. It, it literally is everything, and nothing all at the same time. It is everything and nothing all at the same time. And the gentleman, the other gentleman who's who's in it is um, Mark DeCasso, who is Jimmy Lee. Mark DeCasso back in the day, I, mean, not, I don't know how handsome he is now, but he was, I mean, he's handsome. Uh, he, he could have played a, a Bruce Lee role. In fact, he probably did. Can I see this? Mark DeCasso, does he play a Bruce Lee role? Oh, Amazon won't let me yet. click through to find that. But it is, um, it's amazing uh, what you see and what happens and what goes on. And, and the, you guys, I just... I wish you could experience, you know, some of the things that we experience, right? And and understand some of the things that that would make this what it is. Like a fun film, cheesy, fun, crazy film, right? You the opportunity there is is so surreal because we don't have a lot of that anymore. I mean, probably the la the most recent cheesy fun film that we've had was the fifth element right the fifth element was was probably that and it's probably more like this you know you have a great cast you got great people you got a lot of fun you have just random shit going on i mean that is the best ever the best ever and double dragon does that it really does you know um it is so much fun. It's so random. It's so weird. It's, it's so expressive in everything that's going on. And then there's the magic and everything else. So, I don't know. I just, I can't recommend this enough. I really can't. You just, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have fun. I mean, got this big, the blonde lady, she's got the, um, what is that called? She's got a whip. But then um, she also had some, I don't know, some ninja blade, and she's like breaking stuff in half with her whip. I mean, she is, uh, she's like a, a weird superhero. Do you think, when you look at this, do you think there's a Alyssa Milano moment where uh, she watches this and she's like, uh, you know, like they sit around the family, she's like, Mom was in Double Dragon. Yeah, Mom was in Double Dragon. What's Double Dragon, Mom? Well, I mean, it's got Wolf, Handsome Devil. Right, I mean, you know, Mark DeCasso, super handsome guy. We got it all going on. And I, mom had a really cool pixie cut. She had a really, really cool, cool, short, short haircut. And then she bleached it blonde. It was really amazing. Uh-oh, we got a dead guy and he looks like a basketball player. What a raggy, but you gotta wonder, what is, oh yeah, see now that guy's big. No, he played basketball with New Los Angeles. I wonder who that is. Let's see here. Uh, D'Anthony uh, Langston is our guy here who's kind of like a basketball player and kind of not. And this blonde gal is not good with the whip. I've seen people good with whips. And I can tell you this. She's not good at all. One moment there, part of you. One moment. Here's the neighbors create one thing. The bathroom the breaks you can't uh you can't drink with the neighbors and then uh you know have a good time and uh think everything's gonna be hunky dory you know what i'm saying you're gonna have to take some party breaks if you will but that's okay we're uh we're rocking around i mean this movie is dude what are we at dude we have 20 minutes left and all the dead people downstairs are waking up 
And I like that Alyssa Milano is karate. Get the fuck out of here. And these dead people are super strong. I mean, they're just, they're not fucking around. You got it. There you go. Uh-oh. Did they, he just, uh-oh. Nope, nope, nope. The geostable system. Uh-oh. Nope. The geostable system is not working well. Everything's going to break. I don't think everyone is fucked. The hydraulic necessary system is breaking. Uh, get out of there, Scott Wolf. Come on, brother. Everyone's got to hide. Everyone's got to go. Oh, nope, 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 nope. Punch, 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 punch. Nope, 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 nope. Air vents are closing. Yeah, boom. Throwing, throwing the right way, though. No, you, come on, you can't kill him. Don't kill him. They're going to kill him? They're really going to, oh, man. Mark DeCasso, is he going to die? I think he's going to die. This is a horrible, horrible time. I didn't realize that. I hope he comes back. You think he's gonna come back, folks? What do you think? We also got that weird monster from the be from the beginning of the film that attacked them in the closed down theater. He's back. There's just so much happening here. It is absolutely amazing. It is absolutely amazing, party people. Amazing. He doesn't look good. Listen, that is a wide angle lens, sir. You look super fat. You look like a cobra that's had too much, like a cobra who's only been eating hungry man. He looks so fat. Yeah, I would punch that mirror too. And you have a horrible, horrible outfit on. It's not good. At least the crazy blonde bitch is cut. Maybe you have a kids fighting. They're just getting after stuff. Oh my gosh, there's, there's frying pans and mohawks. And somehow in all of that, it's okay, A, to hit ladies in this movie, and B, uh, no one's using the frying pan. But um, Scott Wolf, for a guy who knows to, oh, look, DeMarco's is back. He's alive. Uh-oh, nope. He's not alive. He's angry and mad, and he's going to fuck Scott Wolf up. And he has kind of mind control over Devo. He understands the presence of what's happening. And he is going to fuck shit up. It's the problem, right? Fog, spell, things happen. And now, all of a sudden, he's got the spell of Kung Fu. Everyone, here's a fun, here's a fun fact. And it really is interesting. Is um, everyone in this movie, shirts are tucked in. And that is a relevant point. Trust me. That is really relevant. Because, uh... Everyone who has a shirt, and like Scott Scott Wolf, he's got jeans on, really thick belt, um, and then shirt tucked in. The people around him tucked in. DeMar DeMarco's tucked in, doing backflips off his shit, tucked in. Unless they're in just a vest only, all their shit is tucked in. Absolutely, positively tucked in. Now it's a battle. What they don't know is he's possessed, right? And he wants the other half of that necklace. He needs it. He has to have it. There's a lust. And behind him is the video game, The Double Dragon, based on this movie, right? The good and the bad. The yin and the yang. And then, ooh, don't fuck up the game, Double Dragon. Dude, this guy's strong. He's kicking games over. He is doing the Lord's work on this. Uh-oh. Nope. Kicking games. Lights burning. I mean, this is amazing. Scott Wolf is just running like a little bitch. Ooh, kicked. Flip to the ground. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. I love this. I love, I love all this stuff. It's so much fun because you're just like, what? You want this? You think this is cool? You want this? There. Frozen in the air. Frozen, not moving, and right back to him. And now it's inside of him. And guess what? Now he's going to fuck him up because now he knows the power. And it's like, listen, you can't believe Scott Wolf. He just got kicked through um, Cinder Block with rebar inside. So he's just like, oh, that didn't hurt at all. As a matter of fact, I'm okay because of this thing. Now he knows he can fight back. Now he knows exactly what is going on. Now you wear that motherfucking necklace, right? Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. That's a little thing here. G.I. Motherfucking Joe. Hells to the yeah. So now he knows the power. So now it's, it's good guy against bad guy. Now the powers are equal. Now is it more about the Kung Fu, Karate, Taekwondo. I don't know what they're fighting. I mean, of course, the, the sound is off, right? But now with the sound off, um, I don't, I don't know what special martial art they have, or, or if they, if they even announce that in any way, shape, or form. Stay there. He's telling Alyssa Milano. He's like, listen, Scott Wolf's like, listen, I got this. I got, I got the magic necklace. I'm ready to fuck some shit up. And now he is. It's amazing how the necklace just has this thing, this power. Uh oh. Uh-oh, he lost his little piece. He lost his magic little touch. But the wolf man, he's fighting. He's fighting it all. What does it mean? And this is the other thing, right? I mean, I think this, this you know, there is a, there's a love, an absolute power absolutely corrupts. And uh, and uh, you have to, you know, it's, it's like the Lord of the Rings. It's, it's every show. It's every movie. It's, it's, it's every piece of symbology that talks about what's going on. It really does, and it, it understands the idea of power, the the idea of influence, the the suspect of of what is and what what isn't, the uh, the, the concept and, and, and the battleground that is life in general, um, and trying to understand it, and that is it's so tough, man. I mean, it's just it's tough because you know we all have our peace, we all have our metal, we all have have have, 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 our, have, our, have our striving of, of what's going on, and now they're in some weird game where they're flipping each other around and kicking, and the, the spirit is passed, and now the two evil spirits are fighting them, and now they're fighting evil spirits and kicking them into one, and now it's the bad guy again, and the lights are on, and because the lights are on, and now it's a leather chain, now it's the chain, and now it... It's just, it's, it's, mm, put it together. Double motherfucking Greek dragon. Now you're fucked, champ. Because now you got double dragon. Now the motherfuckers, how are they going to dress? How are they going to look in double dragon? They just join the necklaces. They are in blue and red sequins of gold with black belts and studded, studded gloves. I mean, these guys could not look more like Siegfried and Roy than they do right now. They could not be, I mean, like if Siegfried and Roy could fight instead of having tigers like they just fought. And then, you know, now they're just kicking the shit out of this poor bad guy because they've got the power. 
This is when you need that. The rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm's gonna get you. The rhythm, the rhythm, boom, the rhythm's gonna get you. And that is it right here. That is how it works. It's like, Jay, this has only been an hour. What the hell's going on? Well, I mean, obviously they win. They get, who gets Alyssa Milano? This is what I want to know. Who gets the girl? I don't think anyone gets the girl. You don't get Alyssa Milano. Right, you try to, but it just doesn't happen. Instead, they're now Double Dragon. I wonder if there's, was there a Double Dragon 2 movie? Let's just search this really quick because this is, we're closing up now. So movie, uh, we're going to go uh, Double Dragon. You can hear me typing so you know it's real, right? Double Dragon, uh, Dragon 2. Was there a Double Dragon 2? We're going to find out. Bing, there's Double Dragon. Uh, there's Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. Uh, it's a Japanese original. It's, it's arcade. That, is there a movie? No movie, just Double Dragon, the film. Uh, no Double Dragon 2, wondering. No, that's Xbox as well. So Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. There's been a lot of uh, movies out there that have, that have done that, which is, uh, which is very interesting. Folks, this has been uh, a hair under an hour. I've kind of, you know, I, I got to be honest. Um, I'm going to get better at this uh, during this time. This is, um, this is a weird time. As a dad, as, a, uh, as an entrepreneur, this is a person. It's tough. It's weird. It's, uh, it's hard to contemplate. It's hard to understand. It's, it's hard to wrap my head around um, what's going on. And I don't know. And yeah, I wish I knew. Uh, I wish I was better at uh, a lot of this stuff. Uh, I wish I had some concrete answers for you. I, I wish I had better comedy for you at this time. I, I wish I had better insights for you at this time. I just wish I was I was better that, than I am right now. And uh, you know what? I'm not. And so for that, I'm sorry. I really am. But uh, that said... Um, you know, for whatever anyone's going through out there, you know, it's not the end. It's not the beginning. It's the middle. The middle sucks, right? And this is not fun. It's not fun for any of us. It's really not. But, uh, but we'll get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to have fun. And uh, I don't know. We're going to figure this shit out. We really are. Not probably um, the thing you wanted to uh, to hear. Maybe uh, I'm gonna bring some more funny content and better people aboard to uh, to bring things out. Yeah, just I wanted to get something out to you guys. I wanted to let you know that I care, uh, that I love you, and that even my mind must dribble sometimes. Hopefully, it just gives you a break from whatever you're going through or whatever's going on here. Uh, it's almost midnight here in Austin, and I'm gonna close this down and finally go eat some food. Uh, but hey man, stay strong out there. Be good to one another. Say your thank yous. Say your excuse me's. And say your I love you's. All right? Uh, you know, there's no magic medallion out there for us. But what we lack in magic medallions, we, uh, we, we, we make up for in, in community and in peace and in everything that we're doing. So with all of that, I wish you uh, absolutely all the best, and I, uh, I thank you all for uh, for your time and your ears and your listening. And now you get to sing, you get to hear my daughter sing and sing along with her about the first time uh, she took a poop. <laughs>
So with that, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I get the truth, I get